0: And hello again everybody, welcome to the Hawkeye Hull here on 1700 The Champ and 101.3 FM. Brett Ridge, Dave Craig Jr. with you. As we are each week from 6 to 7 o'clock here at Miggs in West Des Moines. Valley Junction, come on down here, 5th Street. Uh, steak night as usual. Hawks on. The, oh, it's Steak Burgo this evening. Lovely. Something huh? Burgo. Hawks on at 8 o'clock. David and I are going to attempt to at least make it through the first half here. Oh, so we'll good have, lord. We'll probably, probably make it through the whole game. Old so Man Ridge
1: hi? can't stay till 10.
0: Uh... I, I have other. I have husbandly duties. Oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness! I don't no, want to well, hear yeah, about yeah, what you, you might
1: know. or might not yeah, 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 be I, getting lucky yeah, later. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But definitely the Hawks on here, BTN at, at eight o'clock against Northwestern. We're going to talk a lot about that ball game coming up and kind of what's led up to that. It's kind of a little strange. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com going to check in real quickly here in a few minutes because they've got some extra stuff going on over at Carver tonight. For Chris Street night, we're going to talk to him a little bit about that as well, and some football recruiting because that still continues to go on uh, as they work the transfer portal and it never uh, ends. Working right. the 24th. It, it never ends. Well, uh, tomorrow's the regular signing day.
1: Remember the old days when tomorrow, tomorrow would be the big day. Was the, the yes. big day?
0: Right, February, uh, and this would this would have been it. So uh, we'll we'll get into all that, and there has been some news there this week, and some other not news. Put it that way. Let's do uh, real quickly talk um, uh, while we've got. A little time in between. T- Let's start with Iowa Iowa wrestling uh, going on the road last week. Uh, the most watched uh, wrestling meet in the history of television. Is that right? Yep. Uh, Bigger the, than Andre uh, the Giant and Hulk yeah. Hogan in, or the, most, the uh, they, Royal they, Rumble? The Big Ten Network uh, broke their own uh, record. Uh, for the, I think they said 388,000 viewers. Seems low to me, but apparently that's what they can clock. That's that clocked? It's yeah. clocked. Clocked. And... Um, uh, Iowa did lose 23 to 14. Um, clearly, Penn State has. You know, what the over, in, the,
1: you know what the number was? Nine and a half. Eight and a half.
0: Oh, I saw nine and a half. Well, so, then so you it, you could have had a winner. I could have had a winner, yeah. But, I mean, it, and and when Iowa was up 11 to 4, it looked pretty good. Well, you but, can uh, never count your
1: chickens in the wrestling meet.
0: Well, what happened, you know, Brody Teske giving up a uh, uh, uh RBY a pin, pinned him. And and he didn't have to get pinned. I think he. he I well, think he, he was
1: out of gas, and he got rolled on his back. Well, he. He was
0: fighting at the end. giving credit for fighting. He could have probably ridden it out and just lost by a few points. That would have helped. And then there were some other matches in the middle. In, it was going to be a tech
1: fall if he R- didn't get it. Well,
0: it but it, it still wouldn't have been a-, a pin. And then somewhere in the middle there uh, where you had um, uh, uh, Brands uh, against Starachi, number one, stuck right with him, right down the end, just lost in a close decision. And then Cobra, Cody Cobra had a-, a real chance to win, and he lost 11-9. to those were right in the middle of the of the meet. That hurt. And then at the end, Jacob Warner and Tony Cassiope both got upset. So Iowa had a tough time in in, in Happy Valley. Not surprising, but it was a little surprising to me that it wasn't a little closer than it could have been. Of course, Spencer Lee did get the technical fall uh, to open things up. Real Woods, of course, won his, his match easily. Not of course. The, uh, well, he's good. He, he, that was those, a close those, match. Those are, but those are the two guys. And they, they wrestled technically the way that they would normally wrestle. You expect them to. Iowa has so um, I, has Minnesota uh, at home Friday at 8 p.m., number 12, Minnesota. But this is too bad that they couldn't get it a little closer.
1: So my uh, wrestling insiders, as you know, I've got a, a few of those. I said, how many matches can Iowa win? And he said four. He was dead mm-hmm. nuts on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I said, Cassie, open. He's like, no, no, that isn't going to be one. And he, he was explaining to me the physicality of the Penn State wrestler. He's like dude sculpted and he certainly is and certainly was and he was he was a tough opponent in you know in heavyweight once you get a takedown against you you're kind of hosed unless you can figure out some miraculous way to to turn somebody cuz well, a lot funny. of the action happens when they're on their feet and they get those those throws and yeah. such uh, in, in order in order to get to to the back so that was, you know, that was a surprising situation. And I'd love to see Gable Stevenson wrestle that kid from Penn State and uh, show show him what some real amateur wrestling looks like. But nevertheless, yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, Penn State is just so deep. They they wrestle um, the way I would put it is that they wrestle in a fashion. We may have Tom. Tom is on. Thank okay. the Lord. We do. They, we'll they wrestle in a fashion. Where they never get out of position, and and that's just the way it was. Well, works.
0: and people, I, I, just to wrap that up, I, I think I, a lot of well um, uh, wrestling fans who understand what was going on, commenting on Twitter and all the the and Facebook and such. Uh, Penn State wrestles you right down to the end in a nice even match, and then they technically beat you at the end. Right. Right. They wrestle you and give you hope because they're just technically going about their business, and then they find a way at the end. And it happened last year or two years ago, and it yeah. happened again there the other night. Well, they got Minnesota this week. They'll come back. They'll beat them. And they've got to Michigan and Oklahoma State at home the following week to wrap things up, and then we'll move on. Uh, tonight it's Hawkeye basketball. At, uh, Nor- uh, Northwestern is in town. And Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com, I believe, is at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Uh, and it's Chris street night, Tom, what, uh, what festivities do they have planned for that?
2: Um, good evening guys. Yeah, I'm just evening, sitting, Tom. actually just sitting out, I'm just sitting outside of Carver Hawkeye and, uh, waiting to go in after we get done talking, but I, you know, there, there's going to do a little plus thing with Mike and Patty Street. Um, I think they'll do some sort of uh, honoring of Chris. I would imagine the 40 jersey will be on the Iowa bench tonight. So um, I think that's going to be kind of the festivities, if you will.
1: It's hard to call them the festivities when you're mourning yeah. the 30-year 30, 30 anniversary yeah. of losing one of the greatest players. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think yeah. the, it, it does reach uh, uh, a level of celebrating – who Chris Street was to the state. Don't bring right? that up. bring so, yeah, so, right, right, yes. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think um, if you <laughs> certainly, uh, a tear comes to everybody's eye when they watch the the documentary that was done. The Big Ten. It'll be on, oh. by the way, after the game tonight. If you missed it, um, but at the same time, I think you can really celebrate that life. It has been a while now, but it, it's it's con- it's it's well, continued to influence people all over the state of Iowa. Well, and how
1: about kids who are. Um, you know, younger than Andrew, so, you know, they're in their teens. They they would have never seen Chris Street play, and Andrew never really saw him play, obviously. Um, but you, you knew because you grew up in a Hawkeye household. So that reintroduction of, of what a great guy he was and what a great Hawkeye he was uh, through this m- uh, memorial video, uh, the show on the Big Ten Network, and then these sorts of things that they're doing at Carver is great. So...
0: Tom, before we move on uh, from basketball over to some football stuff that I want to ask you about, Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about Patrick McCaffrey returning to the lineup on uh, Sunday, 3-for-3 from the three-point line. Uh, I didn't think he looked super aggressive, but I also didn't think he looked shy out there. It was great to see a standing ovation. Um, Kind of just a feeling, how did he come out of that in terms of of uh, uh, physically, is, uh, well, physically, emotionally, mentally, is he is he ready to go again tonight? Or are we expecting the or the role yeah. to continue to evolve? What do you what did you see out of that after uh, he got off the court Sunday?
2: I'll tell you, um, he was maybe it was the emotions and everything, but he was really gassed after that first stretch in the first half. He came and sat down on the bench, and he was holding his shorts and had his head down. So he was. The emotions were probably better of him at that point, if you know what I mean, guys. He was
1: just, you know,
2: so excited and, um, you know, enthused about being out there and hitting hitting his first shot. I mean, it was just the adrenaline was going, but he was spent. Um, But, you know, I I think he came out of it pretty well. He still said he felt pretty well, pretty good. Um, I think the next thing will be, you know, he played, what, 13 minutes the other night. Is he going to be able to get up to 20 here shortly? Probably if if they need him to do that. But I think he just wants to settle into a role and try and help the team. Well, he was certainly a
1: nice spark off the bench. You know, Patrick had been starting, obviously, before then. Um, you know, I I kind of like getting that kind of production and that off kind of dude yeah. off yeah. the bench so that you you don't feel like there's a huge drop off between – when the starters go out and and when you go to the second
2: unit yeah they definitely need another um a score coming off the bench right now i think you know beyond peyton sanford um and now they've got really kind of three guys that can come off the bench and shoot it and score in sanford um josh dix and also patrick yeah and that's making them a deeper team that's you know if you can go eight deep I think that's pretty solid right now. All right, let's check let's
0: uh, jump over to football Tom. Tomorrow will be well tomorrow's what was normally signing day and um, I know Kirk's yeah. going to have a a presser tomorrow. I guess uh, the, my read on it has been well that would have been the normal day to have a presser so he's going to do it. I think a lot of other people are wondering if there're going to be some coaching announcements in there. Um are, are you still on the bandwagon that uh, that the coaches aren't moving around a whole lot? Tomorrow is going to be mostly about uh, the guys they're bringing in Tom, or any other thoughts?
1: Tom, that's code for Brett was hoping there's going to be some coaching.
0: No, I just got to ask the question. We, I mean, I've seen other people no, say they've heard I know things, what he, right? I
2: know, what he, I know what he wants. I know what he wants to, <laughs> me to say. Um, but I don't anticipate anything now. Could something fall out of the sky between now and, t- and 3 o'clock tomorrow? Sure. But right now, it just seems like they're going to just talk about signing day and, uh, and what's going on with that. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I don't anticipate any, like, big coaching bombshells tomorrow. But who knows? I mean, things can change. Hey, Tom, do they still
1: do that cruise that they used to do in February?
2: No, they haven't done that for a while.
1: Well, you know, COVID probably put a damper on it. That too. Well, COVID,
2: but also I I think it was gone even before that just because the the recruiting calendars never end.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, it's got to be a constant and a consistent now. Well, speaking of that, so uh, good news uh, from the transfer portal this week. Um, They they got another offensive lineman uh, that we talked about last week, this Rusty Feth. Um, I I think that's – I think that's, to me, I get, people don't seem as excited. I, I, I just, this is the type of guy I was, I wait, wanted an under you the like, radar. You just like to say Feff. I do. And he's rusty. <laughs> but I think it's a, it's a great pickup, Tom. Uh, he's a guy that's already worked with, with George Barnett. Um, he's a three-year three starter. I think it's a great pickup to fit in there in some way. They aren't going to get him until summer, but that's a good one. And now we just wait for the other big one. It was uh, Nick Jackson came in and visited this week. Uh, yeah. So, uh, tell me about either one of those.
2: Yeah, so you got Rusty uh, who comes in, and he, you know, at best case scenario, he's a starter at guard, maybe a center if they decide to go in a different direction there. Uh, but I, I know Kirk is really fond of uh, Logan Jones, and he also likes Mike Niedzielski too. So, I, I I don't think it'll be center, but uh, you know, I could be proven wrong. Uh, but at least that guard, he could come in and maybe help him there. Um, and then uh, if he's not a starter, then it's just added depth and experience uh, at that position. Uh, Nick Jackson, kid from Virginia, linebacker, I think it's going to be down to Iowa and Oklahoma right now. So we'll, we'll see, but he would uh, definitely help. I mean, he would be a big addition if uh, – if they could land him. So that's the that's the guy to watch and uh, to see when he's going to make a, a decision. Uh, they also picked up Grant Leaper, the tight end, uh, who's uh, 2023, They great him. But I kind of figure he's going to end up on campus this fall. Uh, pretty red shirt, going to fill out a little bit. But I, I talked to a friend of mine who recruited him uh, out at Iowa, but you know, from a different school, and he just loves the kid and just – Thinks he's got a tremendous upside to potentially play in the NFL once he kind of fills out.
1: What what about the uh, four-star deep defensive back that is going to announce? I think it's he's a 2024
2: 20, kid. Yeah, yeah. Og, Og, I I would anticipate Michigan for him. I think that's kind of where everybody thinks he's going to stay close to home. Yeah.
0: Did did get Josh Janowski, offensive lineman, yesterday, and he's yep. a 2024 prospect. Yep and you seem to think he'll fit right in Tom I, I didn't see he had a real long list of offers but I, I feel like he's the body body type that Iowa seems to build into these monsters as well
2: yeah and he's he plays like an Iowa like you'd like to see an Iowa lineman play it's his tape is really impressive I'm kind of surprised maybe it's just he's undersized and that's why they some some schools just didn't seem all that interested in him but well, I think that kid's um, he's He's got some uh, got some toughness to him. Well, the last couple of
0: observations, a number of uh, preferred walk-ons coming in here, which is kind of cool too. Yeah. Uh, one of them, the son of to, uh, former quarterback Tom Paholsky, it's Tommy Polczewski. He'll play quarterback. <laughs> Austin Kutcher, not Ashton Kutcher, but Austin Kutcher from he's coming in from Ohio State. I guess he. I didn't play a whole lot over there, but that's kind of cool. And um, it, you know, you start looking at this. Iowa has a, a fairly um, solid list of preferred walk-ons that they're looking at this year. Uh, guys who have yeah. played elsewhere. You know, it's it's not um, it's not guys that I I don't. You're not taking a whole lot of chances there. Some of those guys are going to end up on scholarship. I'm telling you.
2: Yeah, one of the kids that they got today, I really like. It's a kid from Durant, uh, Nolan DeLong. He's set, like, all kinds of records in, in terms of uh, running the football or a good running back, but he's probably going to end up being a linebacker. Maybe he ends up as a fullback. If he feathers out a little bit. And, and <laughs> uh, But I kind of think right now um, probably linebacker to begin with. Uh, but he's, he's really good, and he has a lot of opportunities to go elsewhere. So uh, that's a good gift for Iowa today. All
0: right, Tom. Hey, enjoy the uh, festivities. Tom, what do, you, what do you
1: think we, we tonight? We got to
2: win tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Iowa probably wins double figures. Hmm. All right, he's taking the number. He's laying the number.
0: <laughs> All right, that's pretty yeah, good. That's well, cool. we'll let you. we we'll let Let's you. Go. Uh, go, do, like it. go. do the rest of your job and and cover cover the rest of of okay. uh, everything happening. Thanks, thanks down for jumping on early, Tom. Tom. Yep. Yeah. Tom thanks, Kaker. guys.
2: <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. All
0: right. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. And, and on he the does new, on
1: difference. the On3 Network.
0: Yes, they're newly on the On3 Network.
1: By the way, you can join for a dollar.
0: You can join for a dollar. Do you know I, I stayed on the other one because um, I Because you paid to, a year? Well, No, I didn't. <laughs> I went to pay. I went to, I went to break it off because why well, have two? Right. It's really not much. And they gave me three months for free, so I still got three months. But I find myself not checking in. I, I'm checking in with, on Tom's side. So, it All right, we'll come back with a lot more basketball, women's basketball as well. Uh, when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 Champ 101.3 FM.
1: Welcome back to the Hawkeye Huddle as Brett Ridge continues to look at his phone and is now a gape with a mouth. 101.3, uh, the Champ. we're the Hawkeye Huddle. I'm Dave Creighton Jr. and I'm in charge of this right this second. With But you get the this again man. next
0: week? You know. So uh, you're, oh, uh, wait till
1: March 14th when you're on. When your I'm own. by
0: myself, I know. Um, I'm. You know what I'm going to attempt to do? Nope. I'm going to attempt to to go actually cover the Big Ten men's basketball tournament. March I don't know what, 14th. Uh, it's actually no, it's the eighth, ninth, and tenth, eleventh, something like that. Huh? Uh, yeah, it's the ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth in Chicago this year. So I'm you're going to attempt for media? Yeah. I I don't know. I I know that it's a long shot because we don't actually go to the Iowa games. Right. Right. But I don't know that they care that much for the Big Ten tournament, right? I mean, they bring everybody. So
1: who do, you, who, well, do you, who do you who apply I,
0: to that? I, well, I, we apply to the Big Ten, and I apply on behalf of 1,700. 1 on right, champ. Right. And um, and that should, theoretically, Des Moines be in a decent media-sized market. It's an all-sports station, such and such. Well, and my guess
1: is that the uh, folks down the, down the lane may not be sending anyone.
0: No, probably not. Right, so uh, just thinking. I, I've never done it. Um, I have time to take from uh, work. <laughs> I've got spare still, time. I've got spare time. I got, and we'll see. We'll see whether that happens. If I don't end, is up that there, a guarantee? If I don't end up there, you'll know it's because of red tape again. Much like the fact that we can never get in the Kinnick Stadium press box ever, even though we've done this show for twenty years and they got eighteen seats for Learfield folks. But that, no, nonetheless. Well, uh, if
1: this was a Learfield station,
0: <laughs> it's not. And we have not kowtowed to the people enough to, to, to make all that happen. Well, and so, you
1: know. we have too much fun before, during, and after the games. There
0: is that, that we normally don't. There's no
1: cheering in the press box, Brent.
0: Uh, it's a little easier on press row in a Do you want to do the top
1: the five now in this middle section?
0: Oh.
1: Let's do that.
0: The 5th Street 5 brought to you by Private Wealth Asset Management. Mm It's Private Wealth Asset Management right here. Uh, They're on 5th Street here in West Mm -hmm. Des Moines, and they do the 5th Street 5. They sponsor that each week. So it's kind of in the name of all the great businesses that you can visit down here, the shops, the bars, the restaurants, all the good action that's going on down here, and they want to remind you that it's a great place to visit. And, of course, they want their neighbors to prosper as they prosper themselves so there you go um anyway so we're uh you you came up with a good one this this week because Fran McCaffrey um he has said nothing really at all but uh Mike Bray is going to retire at Notre Dame Fran uh coached at Notre Dame
1: Doug Gottlieb said that he's the number two person that he would call because Fran coached there and because his wife played there right and that they have a strong affinity for South Bend and Notre Dame University so or it's University of Notre Dame.
0: The University of Notre Dame. It's
1: the University of Notre no, Dame. So
0: it's uh, the guy in in Rudy, and he says, "You're going to walk out of here with a, with a, with a degree from the University <laughs> there of you Notre go. Dame. You don't owe nobody nothing." Right. Anyway, um, so there there's a slim chance. I, I, I honestly, with his son still being on the team. And with Jack coming up uh, in the Iowa uh, playing well, Iowa I basketball think I think that's City. that's the big one. Is yeah. is
1: uh, w- would would Fran City. consider yeah. moving with his son as a uh, sought after junior in in high school basketball? Right. It's sought after, really. I mean, he's coming to play for his dad, right? Wherever his dad's going to play, presumably, right? Um, only McDermott was dumb enough to not. <laughs> Tell his kid to but come. you have to
0: follow me, right? Yeah.
1: But, you know, once we went to the Big East, now we're fine. Right. It's not right. the Big 12. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's still one of the greatest. And speaking of, Greg McDermott is on, So the list is, who are the top five coaches that you would call? If, if it were it, us, in the right? in the event that Fran decided to move on.
0: And it's kind of hard because you... you because you,
1: athletic if, directors are supposed to have that list in their back pocket at they, all times.
0: I'm sure they do. The que- and, and the question really kind of comes down to who logically would entertain the idea of coming to the University of Iowa. Right, because um, you
1: could say John Calipari or Bill Self, and right. neither one of those are going to go... Th-
0: that's not going to happen. Right. But it is a much different job than when they were looking for... Todd Licklider's replacement in Iowa had had just this monumental collapse in terms of talent, um, apathy of the fans. The, the program was in a bad spot. Right. And expecting much was hard to do. And I, I, I think when we go back and analyze it, of all the guys they talked about, Friend's the one who's lasted the longest wherever he went. Right. Like Brian Gregory was on it uh, from Dayton. He ended up flaming out, right? He was okay for a couple of years. The guy from Wichita. Uh, well, Craig Marshall, he had a couple good years, moved on. and He went know, to the Final Four yeah, twice. He had good years, uh, but he
1: unfortunately, he doesn't treat people very well. Right. And so he's not going to be on your list. Right. Um, so, Greg what, McDermott is clearly on my list.
0: Well, my, my point is Fran was a, a good get, actually. that. Yes, Greg McDermott is on our list. Um, would he leave Creighton? I mean, Creighton is ostensibly <laughs> as. No. As,
1: the answer is no.
0: No, it's ostensibly as big a job. Right. I mean, they sell 14000 seats, Eighteen. 18,000 seats over there every every night. They love him. They're in the. They're they, the they do not <laughs>
1: yeah. lack for money. Yeah. Um,
0: so, it's it's not realistic, but that would be on our list. Yes. Right. Um, I, I think the other guy on your list that I don't think is realistic, but a guy that I totally agree with you a couple of years ago, a year or so ago would be Porter Moser, Moser right? Uh, right? A, a guy that, uh, that clearly, when he moved up to Oklahoma, see, stepped into the right See, spot.
1: I think that Porter Moser would consider Iowa because I think that the Iowa basketball program has an identity that is separate and distinct from the football program, and, it, and it's a strong identity. I think at Oklahoma... It's football six days a week, and uh, Sunday afternoon they're going to talk about basketball.
0: After Billy Tubbs,
1: <laughs> it's well. And, yeah. I mean, you know, Stacey King and those guys, and and they lost to Danny and the Dreamers yep. in nineteen eighty eight. That was a long time ago now, and so I don't I don't believe that the Oklahoma basketball program. Uh, the other night they were playing. Who? Did, oh, they beat Alabama in the uh, easily the other Big night, Twelve right. ACC, and there was at least six thousand people there. Yeah. Yeah, Lloyd Noble it's like you know they just, they just can't get anybody to go to basketball games, and it's not that. I mean, obviously Porter took the Loyola to the Final Four, and and he's gonna get. I think Porter knows how to recruit. I think I know for sure he knows how to coach, um, and, and I think he would, he would absolutely be on my list of people that I would call.
0: We both uh, long uh, sought after Dana Altman. He's not gonna leave no, Oregon now. he's though, never. At this and, point, and, and, so and to the point
1: yeah. is, Dana's almost. I don't want to say too old, but he's he's, he's, not,
0: he's now not long, the, the young. Uh, he's not the Darn, young stud right? he was
1: over at Creighton when, right. he, when he was there. No, before speaking Jordan.
0: of young guys, I think you had a good point. There's a number of guys who are assistants right now. Boy, would they be ready to step up from the, big, from the levels that they're at in the Big Ten.
1: Right, Dean Oliver, obviously.
0: The, 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 one that comes to mind. And, um, and or, you know, I know he's coaching at a smaller level. Jeff Horner is down, uh, you know, at a lower the, level, but he's North, head coach. Northwest Missouri State, I think. Uh, yeah. And, and he's, been,
1: he's, he's been around. Uh, and they
0: they've been good. Yes. Um so
1: maybe. I either Matt Gatons is on your staff. Yep. Um he's only been there a year. I that would be a quick promotion, I think.
0: So let's call those those guys number three.
1: Right. Okay. Um <laughs> the the one that I would really like to see him in, in Bruce here at G Miggs is a huge fan so of I think Rand- it, number- R- Randy Bennett yes. at Saint Mary's yep. um is People don't under, have any understanding of how good a basketball coach this guy is. They are currently number seven in Ken Palm. They are like eighteen in the net, and they're always there. And they they there. will beat Gonzaga this weekend yeah. now, or next weekend.
0: Would he have a desire to move on? Probably not. But the one sometimes guys start looking at the Big Ten as the big, as well, the, big it's, the big light, right? That's that's a realistic guy you give a call to. He may say, "Sorry, no." Yeah, yeah. no. Sorry. It's really, just not. Yeah. It's not San Francisco.
1: Yeah. I mean, St. Mary's is in just th- just south in the Bay Area. There.
0: Yeah, um, I think I think our number one for both of us, though, that we'd both be happy with if it had to happen, is Darren Devries.
1: Absolutely. I mean, not only do you get Darren, you get his kids. Um, you, presumably you, you would th- you would think right, and uh, so you bring the Devries boys with the Sanford boys. Now you got Joaquin. <laughs> well,
0: and I, but I do, I do believe that uh, in, in watching what Drake does, I mean, there, there's only so many resources there. They do, he does a terrific job of recruiting guys to, to plug into the system. They get athletic and they guys. They have just that,
1: missed on some really, really good yeah, players, right? Including they, Josh Dix,
0: right? That if maybe he had a few more, if he were at a little bigger school, he might get right. right. I feel like he talks him. He, I think he's a recruiter that could recruit at that level, um, and it, and and could bring in what we need to continue the program that's the top one for me I, you know i don't know whether it would ever happen obviously but uh sure worked out well bringing lisa Bluter over
1: didn't it it certainly did and she brought jan jensen and those two have been together at iowa and were at drake i mean what 30 some years now yeah yeah so i mean you know it, you have to speculate and do i think fran would go i i think that there, i think there's a bigger chance that he would go than you think you do yeah i don't I, it's not that he's worn out as welcome or anything no. anything like that i just think that south bend and and the May- dome and everything there's something there his wife went to, I, there's something there maybe
0: uh, maybe i i um honestly um i think it'd be interesting to have some fresh blood in an island i take bruce pearl
1: in a heartbeat, though. Well nil is now a yeah. thing there's nobody so, better at handing out right, money than right. bruce Pearl. Well
0: and that seems to work well for iowa state right so it might as well work for, well for iowa right they've they've done a terrific job of maybe he could get the deals.
1: illinois guy uh the coach jimmy jimmy he could be his is, assistant he's still alive i don't know i was
0: thinking he passed maybe. well he yeah. he
1: he didn't do very well coaching at illinois chicago no
0: um I, I do think I, I'm a little bit more doubtful of it, just because I think that um, I, I think Patrick's there at Iowa wants to stay. I think Jack would be happy to go to Iowa, yeah. And and I think that that and that's I think, where Fran's uh, head's going to be at ultimately. Don't you think but Jack's going to be
1: pretty darn good too? Oh yeah,
0: he's a point guard. He's six nine as a junior. He's a point guard. He he at fifteen <laughs> blocks here. He's a he's a point guard. <laughs> he shoots he shoots he's he's the best combination of both of his brothers and, and so i'm just telling you right now that's the kid he the other ones were highly rated coming out of high school that's the kid that's going to be of all the McCaffreys, he's going to be the much like one. the last it's, it's, bohannon well yeah it it sometimes it pays to be the little brother that gets beat on all the time right and has to look up and and get up to that standard yeah, that's right? and i and i do think now right. we, we've got a couple years before we worry about by the way the the, the um
1: you know, if this isn't. We're not trying to run Fran out of town.
0: No, no. Uh, you want to talk about um, legacies? Uh, you, you know, uh, the only the guy, for, the only guy for twenty twenty four that they've got in the only place they have a scholarship for right now, they don't have any other scholarships. Is Cooper Koch, right? So well, J.R. Koch's but, kid. They'll they'll have probably some. Somebody will leave.
1: Joshua Gondolei.
0: Probably, probably. But my point being Riley. Right, my point being that's a that's a top. He's a four star top one hundred player, and, right?
1: And don't we think that Chris Murray's likely going to go?
0: Yeah, probably. You're right. Well, I mean, He, he took a that? long look last is year. Is he counted in that? Yeah, it's probably true. You're going to have defection. There will be room for other guys. Defections. not defections. You know, there, 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 there will be room for other guys. But I think it's kind of interesting that, the, that they've got four. On the horizon, you know three, one thing four, we have four, five. Sorry, they got four next year and one on for the fifth. One the thing we
1: haven't talked about enough uh, is the emergence of Euliss over the last couple of games.
0: Yeah, it's good. let's let's, uh, let, let's do that because we. We'll, you got the
1: eye going uh, there?
0: Yeah, I'm itching my eye. I have this. So here's a couple of of, of stats, right? Euliss, 17 points against Michigan State, 16 against uh, against Rutgers. Clearly, the key to uh, to that offense having an extra guy. And we said it the other day. We're sitting there. If they if they back off of him, think about the Michigan game where they backed off of him and and he, there was nothing. You had to take him out, right? right. You had to put Dixon Sanford because and he was to unwilling shift.
1: to shoot, and right. every time he did, he missed. Now
0: he's making threes, right? I uh, the difference in the two games last week. This is this is staggering, actually, and some of it has to do with the, the style of play and being on the road at the Breslin Center. Forty six percent for your free throws at the Breslin Center uh, in six of thirteen. Um, twenty nine of thirty four for eighty five percent the other day against well, Rutgers, it, right? It, so you
1: know you're going to get home cooking or home cooked against uh, at Michigan State. We even talked about that yeah. on on the show last week. So you knew that going in, and you, yet you still lose by two, and you shoot you miss seven you, free throws. You Miss seven free throws. And, and how many turnovers did we have? And they were three for seventeen from the three. Or for three 17.
0: for eighteen. And one of on those on Sunday, twelve for twenty-four. And
1: if so, I it's a super easy stat, folks. If you follow yeah. Iowa basketball, if <laughs> they shoot better than forty percent from three; they win. If they shoot at sixteen percent, like three of eighteen is, they're going to lose. And and it's pretty much that simple. Can they can they guard two point shots? Keep the other team under fifty percent on twos. Not allowed second chance points. It, also helps uh, obviously keep that that number down and can they shoot well from three so that they can get those for lack of a better way to put it, the bonus points that you get on possession. because iowa runs a, a lot of possession games
0: not a, it's not difficult it's not rocket it's science math. here it's math it's
1: all about math all right
0: we'll come back we're gonna wrap things up got women's basketball on tap as well when we come back i'm talking on 1700 the champion 101.3 FM. No, we got a, a whole hour in between the game and the end of the show. Right. We, should we should just, just kill stay on the air. I don't this know. Steve probably listening. be like, uh, hey, "Guys, I want to go home and eat." You know, I mean, just keep going. Could happen. Uh, it won't. But no. either way, let's <laughs> let's thank our great sponsors. Of course, we already talked about private wealth asset management. Appreciate their support of the Hawkeye Huddle. And you just heard a promo for Ooh, Bacon, Ooh,
1: Bacon, right? Bacon Fest
0: uh, coming up in May. We'll when be
1: announcing. The, uh, I just the,
0: realized when my wife asked me last night, "Do we have anything at the beginning of May?" I said, "No." And yes, we do. It's because May, we're going. It's oh, that yeah. weekend. of,
1: weekend of uh, May twelfth. You
0: and I have. Uh, we have an appointment there. Yes, we're gonna. We're we gonna do. Gonna do. it up.
1: So at, at any any rate, we will we will be looking at our Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle ad Hawkeye Huddle two for rules and regulations, and then once we've got that dialed in, we'll uh, figure uh, out we're, how to we're do to Promo. We're gonna do yeah. the pro- promotion. The giveaway. Two VIP tickets for the Bacon Fest. I want to thank Brooks for uh, spying that.
0: Yeah, that will be nice.
1: I want to thank Angie Lancaster uh, for her support here at uh, REMAX Concepts. Right. At
0: oh, uh, the Hawkeye and for selling your house last year.
1: Uh, this just in, she's busy. Mm-hmm. She's still it's currently good. working right this second. Selling, ho- selling homes.
0: Brian Hout, Key Mortgage, uh, also can help you out with that. That's probably uh, who she's texting. Probably, she may, <laughs> he's, not he's not working at the moment? Oh, Okay. He'll be here uh, at 8 to watch the game. <laughs> he'll be there. And, of course, our friends at AMPM Plumbing. They do plumbing. They do. Uh, Gatehouse Pictures Thankfully, uh, powers haven't the Hawkeye them for Huddle <laughs> as well. So what, am I and, of course, G-Migs. G-Migs. Yeah, we thank G-Migs and everybody here. That's been great. Hey, okay, so the Iowa women, uh, uh, they won the lone game they played last week, 80-76, uh, to 76, Nebraska at home. Struggled out of the gate, got down 10 to nothing, made a big run, got way up, and then kind of relaxed. You can just kind of see it. They, you know, after mentally going into Ohio State, they just kind of relaxed and held on. But it was still fine. Yeah, right?
1: it was fine, and they were never in danger of losing. But I'm sure Lisa wasn't exactly happy with the way that that game ended. Yet, yet coming away with the victory is re- ultimately all that really matters uh, in these games. But you can't lose to Nebraska. And Hawks are up to number six.
0: Number six in the rankings, nine in the net. They're nine and one in the Big Ten in first place and 12 and four overall.
1: Um, That's going to be that, between that two and three line.
0: They're on the two line pretty solid right now. The question is, can they get up to the number one? Because th- there's three of them that are – there's the um, South Carolina. McPhee has uh, – LSU. Has, well, South Carolina, UConn, and uh, who's the other one, are going to win out. Stanford? Right? Stanford. Going to win out. Right. Okay. Okay. So LSU is the fourth team that they've got up there because they're twenty-five and one. Or whatever. They've only played one ranked team. They're they they're feeble, right? If they get beat a couple of times, they will fall because their their net is not very high. But they're twenty-five and one. You so. know who
1: their coach is?
0: Yeah, <laughs> they moved her over, right? Kim Mulkey. Yeah. And oh she my gosh. Goes from Baylor over there, right? And she, she, right. Apparently but, she's a
1: good coach. Apparently she can coach. Um, but there's, so there's she's like looking at her is, reminds you of chalk. Nails on the chalkboard.
0: Yeah, um, she, n- not a not a she, not a <laughs> cuddly person, right? No. But
1: so Iowa is real close
0: to that one line. But here's the thing: Iowa has so many tough games left. I have a tough time seeing them get keeping it up to that level. I can see the two line, right? So they're five and four against Quad One, and then they are five and zero and seven and zero against the other two, uh, the twos well, and threes. You know, threes. beating it,
1: Iowa State was a big. That's a big win.
0: Yeah, and they got um, so. Uh, their Oregon State win, Purdue, and Nebraska's could all be quad ones by the end of the year, based on what people are kind of projecting. The issue really kind of comes into there may not be any room above them up there. They I, got there's two, always room. There's still room. They have two against Indiana, who is ranked fourth. They're fifth in the, in the net, and starting uh, and they have two against Maryland, and that starts Thursday night at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Number eight Maryland comes in seven thirty on ESPN.
1: So the Hawkeye women are on TV all the time. Did you I, say I, you can there, watch there every was, game? There,
0: there was one game left. I can't remember what it is that will only be on BTN+. The rest are all on national television.
1: Unlike Iowa State men's basketball, which uh, tonight to be, is still on – or last night was on ESPN+. Plus or it, whatever it, was it
0: was on ESPN+. Plus. Um, so uh, we talked last week about does Monica Sinano deserve to be an All-American. She is still currently – they did the cut down to the late season wooden award list, so she's a top 20 player at least, according to the wooden award. So she's not too far away from being an All-American she's in some not. fashion. She should be uh based on the way she shoots the ball. Of course, uh they're down to 20 and that flips us over to uh Chris Murray has been uh, uh left on the uh the Wooden Award late season list as well for men's basketball as they've cut down to 20 as well.
1: Still he's, on the list. He's still on the list. You made that sound like he no. was not on the list. No, yeah, he's he's he's, 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 on the part, list. he's
0: on the list uh at, at Despite only scoring 11 points the other day, but he had 22 and 32 and all that stuff. When Chris,
1: when Chris Murray knocks down his first three, it changes the way he plays the whole game.
0: It's nuts, isn't it? It really is nuts. It, it, it's not that he quits shooting, but it's there's a, there's a tentativeness to his shot after that. right? Well,
1: it's just, he, yes, yes, that's exactly right. He makes the first one, and it, he thinks they're all going in. He misses the first one. He thinks none of them are going in. And the other night at Michigan State, he basically took himself out of the game by not trying, not being aggressive on the offensive end. And certainly, that's something that we hope to see tonight, um, because I think he's the best player on the floor. I think he's the key to Iowa winning, winning tonight. Because we come up upon our last call here. Iowa thirteen and eight, five and five. Number thirty-five Kempon,
0: thirty-six in the net. And the one thing I did count up. There are 25 at-large teams ahead of them in the net, if you were just to go st- straight net. So Iowa and there's 31 openings. So as much as you feel like they're in good shape, everybody putting them kind of on the eight line. Eight or nine, right. You can't lose a lot, right? You're going to have to win. And so two teams in a row now. This will be the third in a row, but th- there's two teams this week, Northwestern Illinois, both ahead of them in the net. Both huge games. So you need to don't beat them sleep both. on Northwestern. No, like I said the other day, and the Rutgers win was a good win. Everybody forgets, and this Northwestern team is fifteen and five, and seven, and six and three.
1: Did you see the stat that uh, Rutgers, the three highest games that uh, points they've given up? Number one, Iowa, where Iowa scored what ninety two the other day. Number two, Iowa, where they scored seventy six on them at home. Number three was Temple at seventy two, and they're the only team to beat Purdue. Yeah. Go figure.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, they played. Oh, big. by the, oh, by the big way, big. next week we get to talk get, about we Purdue. We talk about Purdue. Uh, so, last call for uh, t- tonight. Uh, boy, everybody, I'm not going to lay the points. I'm, but Iowa wins. I think Iowa wins. I'm not laying the points. And then on Saturday, I feel pretty good about it. Illinois is a good team, but I feel like the, the, that that uh, Iowa runs in into full, house full house, too. Full yeah. house, too, yeah.
1: on, on Saturday. Probably not a full house tonight <laughs> since we get tickets for three bucks. Um, I think I think Iowa wins both games too. I mean, you know, I like the over tonight. It's one fifty one. I mean, I could see this game being eighty eighty five eighty five eighty, right in that neck of the woods. Uh, Northwestern's been putting the ball in the hole. They scored uh, seventy like seventy eight seventy six and seventy five or something. You know, no, they,
0: they're they're more. You know, for a couple of years there, they had uh, they had pieces. And I think Andrew and I were talking about this the other night uh, when we were watching them. They had pieces, right? right? Well they got more than pieces now, right? They got a full team of guys, right? They got a full five, six guys deep that are legitimate Who, Big Ten Chris basketball Collin, players. Chris
1: Collins are coach, right?
0: Uh, yeah, and he's he's recruited well and then what he's ended up having happen, injuries, guys transfer and things injury. So, right, right? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um so he's he's brought in the Adish, Adish kid is is just constantly around the basketball. But they
1: lost their best player, Nance, to right. went to Carolina and they haven't missed a beat. Nope. Um,
0: that almost in addition by subtraction in some cases Which seems right? interesting right. considering that they do not he's play got. as well on the road as at home, but they did win at Michigan State and Iowa couldn 't get that done so uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a possibility, hopefully a few folks will get What did you there. think of that last play uh, that 's what I called for, so it was okay i, I the only thing let's, i mean seriously, I said if you saw on the twitter i, I said we 're we need to run a play for Sanford, actually, if you had me saying it my wish. I put Josh Dix in there, I think he's I think he's more money from three in an open shot than Peyton Sanford, but that notwithstanding Sanford had hit some big shots, certainly against Michigan. that'd have been a tough spot, yeah,
1: and I'll tell you the the statistic I saw and I think Leiistaoww had it um if Josh Dix plays more than like fourteen minutes, Iowa wins that this alone would that statistic alone would have me getting him in the game for at least. Eight minutes a half, right?
0: I agree. Do we hear the music in the background?
1: I don't, but, you know, um, he's okay. been doing a nice job yeah, allowing so us to go. I just go.
0: don't want to miss her out. Um, I, I agree, and I've, been, I've said <laughs> – I think we've got think about we more, two minutes. We need more of Josh Dix in in the game because I, I agree. He, he does things that are smart with the basketball. He calms the team down. Now, you asked me about the last play. It was it was a really well drawn up last play. I think Keegan could or Keegan Chris could have brought the ball down and made the pass instead. He, it, it, it's funny when you got eight seconds left, everybody plays like he got four seconds left, right? Right. And he made a quick pass that was then just off enough that Peyton had to lean down to get the ball instead of catching it in rhythm. And as we've noted, if he's going toward the hoop, that ball is going straighter uh, on his follow through. If he's kind of to the side, it's a little angle. But it, he was nonetheless he it's was good play. so open. Yeah,
1: and I almost wonder if he was a, a hair surprise that he was so open. But that's a shot you got to knock down.
0: I agree. It's still the shot you wanted. We don't make a lot of those. Iowa doesn't make a lot of those. Now they've had a few, but they don't. Well, make well a we lot haven't. Of
1: those. How, many, how many opportunities Iowa had at the end of a game to win a shot? I, that was the first time this year uh, that to I to win remember. for
0: the win. Uh, Patrick tied uh, tied the game against Wisconsin going into overtime, and then had a chance to tie again in overtime. Right. Um, uh, Tony Perkins had the ball stolen before they could get the shot off against Penn State. Uh, they were down. They had the chance for the last shot there and didn't get it off. So this year they have—that's the first time they've had a chance to get one off. There we go. So there you go. All right. We think they're going to win tonight. We hope they're going to win tonight. You know, nope. to win
1: tonight. Come on down. We'll on. still be yeah. here. <laughs> All right.
0: Thanks to everybody helping us out on the program today. Steve back in the studio and appreciate uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com for Dave Creighton Jr. I'm Brett Rich, Join us next week for Hawkeye. Hello on 107.1.
1: The church.